You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Was that song about abortion? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, she made up her mind, though. She's keeping She's her baby. She's keeping her baby. Hey, but dude, but Ooh. is her baby, uh. is she Billie Jean? Hmm? What? What? Are, do you think, uh, I have this thought that like, that Papa Don't Preach and Billie Jean mm-hmm. are, are kind of, this, they're singing about the same thing. Oh, I never it's thought about that. It's the same relationship. That she's Billie Jean and Michael Jackson's like, that, that kid ain't mine. Oh. And she's like, but I'm going to keep my baby. Oh. And her dad's pissed because Madonna, Italian Madonna, and uh-huh. old school Italians yeah, uh. didn't want their little Italian daughters That's right. dating black men. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I like so, that. There we go. I like the thought of Madonna and Michael Jackson like together. Any, any sort of se- sexual chemistry. Yes. I don't see that happening. Ever. No? Well, probably well, not now, because but... Michael Jackson is dead. <laughs> also, mean... we have a new Madonna. Yeah? In the famous Lady form of Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Uh, dude, so uh, dude. speaking of uh, of movies and stuff. Were we? we? Well, we were before we started recording. Right. Uh, Always. I checked out that new uh, that Fighting With My Family movie. Mm, have you heard of that? Well, I have not. It's uh, okay. So it's WWE films. Uh, pr- <laughs> this is oh produced by The Rock. I have, and it's like a biopic about this female wrestler named yes. Paige. It's pretty good. It looked good from the trailers. It looked funny. WWE is finally going to have a successful film, and I think it's <laughs> in no small part due to The Rock, like producing it and have his hand having his hands all over oh, yeah. like the writing, the and Midas touch, what's man. Going on. He can do guy, no wrong. He can do. He's got a shitty fucking uh, American. Ninja Warrior ripoff DJ. show. Oh, really? That like <laughs> that everybody's watching right now. But yeah, they call him DJ. He's like, uh, they're like, all right, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He starts doing his intro. Uh, he's like, on. let me introduce my friend and co-host. And she's like, thanks, DJ. And I'm like, what? Listen, you don't get another nickname. I was gonna say, I don't even have one nickname. This motherfucker yeah. is taking all the good nicknames. I know. Right? Were you gonna be called DJ? Uh, well, I mean, if we're going initials, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm Jr. So you can call me Jrb Ewing. Jerb or, or Dallas. I'm going to call you Jerb. Yeah, that's no, that's hand Jerb. Oh, so my mom called me. <laughs> she did not call me that. <laughs> In fact, never say that again. <laughs> no, but Take it back. Uh, I recommend it. Fighting with my family. I'm not going to get too much into it, but uh, a good movie, a good feel good story. They fudge some of the details mm-hmm. of her actual coming up into the WWE. But they do it for the sake of creating a more compelling narrative. Wait, so who and what is it biopic based on? doesn't do it? Yeah. It's a female wrestler named Paige. Okay. Oh, she's okay. from a wrestling family in England. Is it spelled weird? Uh, no, P A I G E. No, that's boring. <laughs> I wanted like. Would a, you rather P A G E? I wanted a Y, like P A Y J. Oh God. Jesus. So she'd be like Indian with like a. I don't see color, Joe. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter to me what ethnicity she is. <laughs> so I'm just talk about the spelling of her name. All right, okay, know, green book. Slow down, <laughs> slow down there. Did you guys? Uh, uh, did you guys watch the Oscars at all last night? We have to talk about that. Okay. And then nobody oh, says oh, anything. I have to start. I understand how it is. Jump it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if you want to start there, of course, we should have all seen it coming, right? The most stereotypical, like this is this is what the Oscars do. This is crash. They bait you. And every, is, everyone's yes, everyone's saying crash. that that every generation there's a crash that wins Best Picture. And this, this is, is definitely ours, it. Yeah, or theirs. I guess that was ours, wasn't it? Crash was ours. Crash was not a good film. No, um, way heavy handed. And and yes, it sat on Intense. it sat on this whole idea that like 
these horrible white people <laughs> that became better, and that's where the six like that's they're where the white the, saviors. That, they're the white saviors, exactly. and that's exactly what the story is with Green. Book. That's what I hear. You got the Viggo Morganson character, and uh, he's uh, Italian, right? Yeah, plays in plays in Italian and yes. living up to all those stereotypes as well. Have you seen this film, Joe? No. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah. I won't watch a Viggo Mortensen movie unless he's got a sword in his hands anymore. <laughs> any, anymore. And he runs around with hobbits. Because I've, I've, done, I've done too many Viggo Mortensen movies where I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to see his ass I'm, again. I'm lying. Eastern Promises was a good movie, it's a good though. good movie, but. I've and seen History of Violence ass. was really good, that's too. That's fantastic as well. Yeah. Fuck it, man. I guess again, I'm not. Shows his ass in both those movies. Yeah. Well, that's uh, what it is a sword or ass. Uh huh. Yeah. And I guess in Green Book, you could say he figuratively showed his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trying to yes, get us back did. on top. Of Nicely here. said. Yeah, just, uh, again, I haven't seen the movie, but from what I know about it, it's another one of those, uh, like, I complained about it with Last Samurai, with Tom Cruise. I think all you need to know about Green Book is that when it won, everybody who came up to accept an award was an old white man. <laughs> exactly, yeah. How <laughs> telling is that? And the actual black people in the audience who were also up for that award, yes. Spike Lee just turned his back. Spike apparently. Lee tried to leave. He tried to get up and leave, and they wouldn't open the doors. And then they interviewed him afterwards, and he was like, I'm on my sixth glass. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, poor guy. What's he got to do to fucking win an Oscar? He's man? like, I feel like I was at the Garden, and it was a bad call. <laughs> Meanwhile, the... <laughs> <laughs> I find that so funny. I got some dude that I'm friends with on Facebook, and I like him a lot. But I, and I'm not going to say his name either because I don't want to, like you know, I don't want to get him like any any no, any fire. Tell flag. me off there. there. So um, no, I'm not gonna tell, I'm just going to say he. Uh, but he, but he was in. like, I don't get what's what's so bad about Green Book. I just don't understand it. I mean, guys, it was produced by Octavia Spencer. So, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Uh, and so people started kind of like trying to like uh, dance around like, well, this is what's kind of what's wrong with it. You know, that it was a lot of what we were talking about, the white savior kind of mentality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he kept coming back with like, but Octavia Spencer, <laughs> but Octavia Spencer produced it like this was her passion project. And somebody came in and they were like, look, dude, like. Just because a movie got some black friends yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean that it's right. That's, that's the equivalent of, uh, yeah, I'm not racist. One of my best friends from high school was black. I've had three black people in my house today. <laughs> well, I, I feel like we can't have this conversation any further without... Without introducing yes, our guests. without the elephant in the room. You may have heard a third Whoa! voice. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Joe, introduce your I'm our guest, please. Yes, we've got uh, today, Tess is joining us. Hello, uh, Hello how, how are you guys doing? Tess mm-hmm. used to work with me at the radio station, uh, and then I brought him on over at Sensory. Well, I didn't really bring him on, but I recommended him at yes. my new gig, and then he was hired on, and uh, and so the legacy continues. That's all right. Um, the band's yeah. still together. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, we, we got a lot of things in common. We both really love movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's produced and uh, working on a web series and stuff. Nice. Yes. Uh, so Dude. he's he's a, a filmmaker in his oh, own right. Passing my info after the uh, podcast. Yeah, right. Trying to be. But, 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 but. Talented kid, mm-hmm. uh, got a lot of drive. When I, when he worked for me in radio, no, but I'm say, I'm trying not to say it like you're not here in the room with me. But like you know, he's he's a kid. He's 22 years old. Oh shit! All right, you can call you kid. 26. 26 That's a big years old. That's a Black big... don't crack. That's very <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. So, uh, but no, you know, he's, he's got a lot of determination, a lot of drive. Reminded me of like when I first started off in radio. You remind me of a young you Joe me, Cuginati. You remind me of 
a younger me. You know, I've heard that a lot. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> the resemblance but, is but he's uncanny. Mm-hmm. He busted his ass at the radio station. He's, it's a it's a dying art to really throw yourself into the job when you're not making a whole lot of money yeah. and you're just doing it just for the job to learn. And he was hungry and he wanted to learn more and more and more. Uh, and when I left, I felt bad because I knew that's a sinking ship. And yeah. so the moment I knew like something was going to be opening up at our place, I was like, dude, trying to throw your, test. your buddy bring, life. Uh, if I could, it. I would bring everybody he that I love working with. Nice. And just bring them, bring them over with me, man. Save everybody. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> not Tess, everybody, right? Tess is going to be joining us tonight. On uh, the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network, my name is Joe. <laughs> my Joe. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes a good movie, sometimes bad movies. No matter what the case, every week we will watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other, uh, with our special guests like Tess, and with you, our lovely editing bay listeners. We invite you to take part in the discussion. Go to Facebook.com/slash/editingbay or in the search bar, put in the editing bay. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and that's where you could talk back to us and let us know what your thoughts are. If you got movies you'd like for us to consider watching in the future. Go ahead and put your suggestions there as well. So we were talking about the Oscars. Yes. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse winning oh, Best Animated Feature. The nice. one great thing that came out of last that night. That was I really think. awesome. I didn't think it was going to happen because they've missed the mark so many times, especially with animated movies. They're always kind of like a year behind. Like mm-hmm. I don't think they gave it to Frozen, even though that was the big breakout one that year. They gave it to like the Pixar movie. They gave it to Brave, they I gave think. It to, do, you mm. think they ga- do you think they, they thought about Lego Movie and how Lego Movie should have won Best Animated Feature that year. I'm surprised. I, I think there's and a little bit like, of... And they were like, you know what, Lord and Miller, this is kind of like, we're kind of making good for what we did, but making good with a far better film. This is the best animated film I've seen That's what I've probably heard. in 10 yeah, years. It's really good. I, we'll, we'll get you a copy here. I've got, <laughs> I've got to watch it. I'm so mad I still haven't seen it. It's so fucking good. I, um, but, and, and I mean, sound design... I'm surprised this movie wasn't nominated for Best like Sound Design, Sound Editing, and it, it should have been. Do they not nominate the animated films for those categories they, as well? In theory, all films are able to be nominated, but they do this thing where they they always kind of pigeonhole. Like uh, It's like, oh, best... Well, obviously, best costume. That's not going to go to animated. <laughs> but best set design. Best co- they could do best costume best design. Art direction. Yeah, I guess so, but they never do. It's always well, you know, it's always going to go to like movies like The Favorite, right? Some period piece. Yeah. Makeup is always going to go to either, you know, um, Christian Bale... Uh, for Vice. Yeah, dressing up, or they're going to do like, uh, what ended up winning? Something weird ended up winning. I don't know. I missed a whole lot of the Did awards. you? Yeah. yeah. yeah there, was a, there were a few upsets. Black Panther got a lot of them, but it got a lot of those technical awards. Oh, maybe that's the one that got like best costume. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I don't think it was nominated for those. I don't think so. They, they do pigeonhole those. It's the same thing they do with like best uh, original score. Mm-hmm. Like, if you notice, they always pick the nominees for best original score from like the top the, the ones that are nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what a coincidence that the best score just happened to be written for, for the for, movie, for, for like an Panther. Avatar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And rarely do they end up being that way. So that's another problem with the Oscars. They always kind of, um, they, they, they have these rules, these old traditions that they're so uh, hard to let go of. Who's voting? I don't know. Who votes? That's the and big is question. it a secret vote? Like, are they secret ballots? Or are these things that people like fucking discuss? Because it always seems like there's some kind of a mission like they're trying oh, yeah. to say something with what it is they're voting for, yeah. but then the the message gets lost, or it's a stupid message in the first place. I think the uh, so the studios do a lot of lobbying, right? You always see yeah. ads for you know, for your consideration, right? Yeah, the lobbies, yeah. um, but then also I think the voting is kind of staggered, so people can vote as soon as like January first, I think. But then there's like that two month where so you're starting to hear through the grapevine, oh, what Spielberg voted for this? Man, you know, 
Yeah. Oh, I'm going to vote for that, too. I want to be like Spielberg. Spielberg voted for Green Book? This is all hearsay. I have no evidence to back this up, but I'm pretty sure this works. So I had no idea what Green Book was about until about two months ago Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. it first started hitting like the the Golden Globes and stuff like that. I didn't know until this morning. I was seriously like, (laughs) I hear Green Book and I think the green sheet. Like, is this a movie about like classified ads or something? Well, also, there was a movie with Patrick Stewart and uh, the late Anton Yelchin. uh, Like the Green Green Room. Yes, and then the Green Mile. The Green Mile. Came out a few years ago as well. And the Big Green. What's that? It's the the it's the soccer movie. The Fenway. It's like yeah. the Sandlot of soccer. Oh, it oh, even really? has the fat kid from yeah, the Sandlot in it. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Yes, and the Goot, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That's why I haven't seen this film. Yeah, because you don't like Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> well, how about Police words, Academy? Have mine. you seen any of the Police I do Academy? Like the, films? You know, and I like uh, Three Men and a, a baby. baby and a Little Lady. Not Three Men and a Little Lady. You don't like Three Men and a Little Lady? No, it's garbage. The garbage sequel. It's to the a one great that film. has more women speaking in it. That's why you don't like it. Yeah, too much. Too many broads. <laughs> <in my case. laughs> uh, so what Just about kidding. what about Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, have you seen that yet? No, and I will not see that. I have no. Well, no, Tess, you, you, you a fan? It. I've seen it. You, you uh, before I speak ill before of you your shit on uh, it. beloved no, I mean, film. I mean, it was good. I mean, it's not the best movie I've seen yet. But yes. uh, was it even the best movie of 2018 for you? No, not at all. There you go. Not it was it was one of them, but not the like. It, I, it was, I think just, we we've talked about it like any other year, and that movie would not have been nominated yeah, for best picture. It was surprising, but this is really like good. a weird low year for like for live action film. <laughs> but the animated features have been fantastic this year. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Well, we've had some good live action films. They're just none of them are nominated for any Oscars. Yeah. How the fuck did First Man win best visual effects? I am so That's another one over I was just livid. Avengers and uh, Black Panther. Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Ready Player One. one. one you can't crazy. tell me that the amount of, the manpower that went into Ready Player One was Bested by fucking... I loved the examples they showed. They're like, Ready Player One, and it's the fucking race sequence with like yeah. such a dense fucking Dinosaurs shot. Dinosaurs like King of Kong. Shikoda. Then like Avengers, Infinity War, and it's the mm-hmm. big battle with like Thanos and stuff. Right. And then they showed First Man, and it's just a fucking vista of Earth. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, they put a green screen up, oh, yeah. and that's it? This is the best visual effect? It looks like the old footage are from 1960. we've seen kidding before. kidding me? Like what? Maybe it doesn't translate well to. Maybe they're doing something like. Remember when Gravity came out? Yeah, I've yes. heard Gravity was amazing. That was a technical achievement and did yeah. deserve to. I don't know if it sure. won that year, but it was certainly nominated. Um, yeah, I can't but it remember. Was, it wasn't just that. Oh, they were in space in their spaceships. It was what they were doing with the camera. It was the movements. life of pie in space. Uh, yeah, but it was also done in like it was kind of like a one take sort yeah. of. Yeah, uh, it was the, it was the Birdman uh-huh. of space. Yeah, spaceman. It was space space. <laughs> Doctor Spetchman. <laughs> uh, God, what else with this before we before we put this topic oh, to man, bed? Just so disappointing. Yeah, are we it was, putting it to bed because I I dug so I'm glad that Bohemian Rhapsody won for sound design uh, and, and sound. Well, dude, I mean, it's a it won great, best editing too. Yeah, that is railing about that. That it should not have won. It should not have won best editing. No, and Rami Malek getting best actor, I, I thought was a little suspect. Yeah, there's, there's, there are more motivations behind this than just what it is on yeah. the surface. It's yeah. on merits. I did find it very funny because I was trying. I was waiting for somebody, like anyone who won one of the four. I think it was four or five awards for Bohemian Rhapsody. I was waiting for someone to thank Brian Singer. And no, nobody did. Nobody's going to step on that landmine. <laughs> no. I didn't want to bring it up. I just have this, like, Brian Singer outside. 
Yeah. Like, hey guys, knocking on the doors. Can, like, I, can I touch but the I, Oscar? I directed one of these. <laughs> you touched enough small boys, Brian Singer. <laughs> Keep your hands off that Oscar statue. <laughs> um, so uh, you joked about video games. Mm-hmm. But Are you I, ready to talk about? I am. I've okay. been, I'll just edit it out of the. I've gone back. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> just, wow. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I've gone back and I uh, I picked up my Vita, charged it up, and I have a whole bunch of like classic PlayStation games on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever played Alundra? I, I haven't even heard of Alundra. You haven't heard of Alundra? No, dude. So PS One, uh, it was about a year before Ocarina of Time came out. Okay. Uh, this, the Dark Ages is what this, I call it. This company called Working Designs uh, released a game called Alundra, and it's such a, a Zelda, it, almost like a Zelda killer, like a Zelda clone, mm-hmm. but it's really good. It's compelling. You play like this elven young warrior who's able to enter people's dreams, mm-hmm. and like this town is being plagued by a wizard who's like, he's basically taking people's life energies through their nightmares. Hmm. And so you travel into their brains and like help fight off the monsters in their dreams and wow. stuff. And it's really fucking cool. I've gone back and played it. And I remember playing this when I was like 19, 20 years old. And it, we've talked about this before. I remember being much better at these games when I was younger. Yeah. You know, when I, like, and I'm talking about like logic puzzles and stuff like that like, to get things. <laughs> Me too. And I remember like, oh, okay, this is what I do and, and like solving it. Now I'm coming back to it 42 and I'm like, Man, uh, I can't fucking what? hit Google quick enough. I have no idea. Like, I breezed through this game when I was a kid. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, I have no fucking clue where I'm supposed to go right now. That being said, mm-hmm. still a super fucking tight game. Really good, entertaining. You got a chance to play this uh, if you have a PS1 emulator. Uh, if you have is it a, on the classic? It sure the fuck isn't. No. Yeah, <laughs> it's, of course it's not. not. Of course not. No. All the good games you could think of, think of them right now. For yeah. PlayStation, all those good games, not on the PlayStation Classic. Well, first of all, I can't even think of ten good games from that original PlayStation. Are you me. kidding me? Crash Bandicoot. Tomb Raider? Crash, Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot is one Spyro? of them. Spyro? Tomb, Tomb Raider is not one of them. Rayman? Tomb Raider Rayman. was... Uh, Final Fantasy VII? Okay. Yeah, there you go. You have two. Kingdom Resident Hearts. Evil? No, even Resident that was worse. Kingdom Hearts was PS2. That was PS2. Yeah. Resident Evil 2? Metal Gear Solid. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, five. Gran Turismo. Dude, I'm at nine now. <laughs> a Tomb Raider, I think, needs to have an asterisk next to it. DOA. That does not hold up. <laughs> <laughs> the volleyball the first, fighting this game. Was this, yeah, well, it didn't do volleyball until they got no. to, to Xbox. I started. I didn't start paying attention before. They were in bikinis. <laughs> Wearing less than bikinis. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it. That was just a little quick video game talk. If you don't want to talk about it. No, I... I Tess, what are you playing? A little, right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, Jump well, Force? Yes, the new Jump Force game. That's been good. And also, I, the Spider-Man that's, game. That's a good one. Oh, the, yes. Oh, for the PS4? Yes. I No other game wants, makes me want to buy that console. So I don't have one uh, more than that Spider-Man game. Maybe that God of War game, too, yeah. though. But uh, that looks amazing. And I just keep hearing Game of the Year. It won some Game of the Year yeah, awards, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it's, sure a great game. it's a great game. I mean, honestly, I like it better than I've liked Jump Force so far. Oh, really? Well, oh. I mean, I haven't gotten really into Jump Force yet. But what I've seen, it's okay. But mm-hmm. Spider-Man, I see why it definitely won all the awards it's won. Oh, wow. What is Jump know. Force? I don't know this one. It Jump Force is a fighting game. That has a shit ton of anime and, characters in it. Like, oh, there you go. It's more like everybody you can basically think of. Like <laughs> Naruto, also from like One Piece. Um, yeah. It's got Ken from Fist of the North Star. Mm. There you go. So it's like it sounds good. I mean, I guess I just need to fight more people yeah. is what I need to do. I'm doing the story right now. Uh, and it's like. It yeah. also has Goku. 
from oh, Dragon Ball Z. Way to bring yes. it on around, Drew. And that was my pick for this week. <laughs> a nice transition. Uh, almost inspired exclusively by Tess and my time with Tess at work. Uh, finding out that you know he's a big anime fan. Yes. Uh, I, he had talked about how he went to go see the Dragon Ball Z Broly film. When it came out? Yeah, the, the night it came out. I heard it was good. It was um, great. Yeah. Hopefully so, better than the movie so, we're talking so about. So when I found out Definitely. he went, I asked him, I was like, Hey man, you ever see that live action Dragon Ball Evolution? And what was your response? Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> and that was what made me go. Well, you're gonna watch it again, bitch. And I was like, and we're gonna pay- talk like, about. You can't pay me to watch. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? and we did it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about 2009's Dragon Ball Evolution, oh my God. Uh, directed by James Wong. Directed. Dur- directed. He directed Final Destination. Really? Yeah. And Final Destination 3, mm-hmm. the one with Jet Li. Really? And, and Jason Statham. Jason Statham, yeah. Uh, when, he, when he's got a script to work with. And some X-Files episodes he, from the yeah, recent right. X-Files. Uh, this movie had a budget of $30 million. Okay. Oh, my God. It brought in a box office total of $58.2 million. Oh, almost made it. Uh, some other movies that came out in 2009. Oh, my favorite part. So that way, now you, this is something so you can compare mm-hmm. Dragon Ball. Like, what was the quality that it was yeah. up against? In 2009, we saw Avatar, oh, <laughs> Inglorious Bastards, oh, wow. District 9, oh, another uh, one. Up in the Air, The Hangover, Public Enemies, Fantastic Mr. Fox, oh, wow. uh, the Star Trek reboot, 500 Days of Summer. Oh, love that movie. I love that movie, That's, too. Dude, fucking the best Amazing. breakup movie ever. ever. Oh, my God. Coraline. Ooh. Oh, really? Dude, yeah. I'm fucking lo- we're doing Coraline on the podcast. What I someday. thought was the best breakup movie ever, Precious. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen that movie. <laughs> the Blind Side, uh, Zombieland, Sherlock Holmes, oh, uh, Up, X Men Origins, Wolverine, Watchmen, Drag Me to Hell, Terminator oh. Salvation, Nine, The Number, and Nine spelled out. No, that's right. Uh, yeah. I love you, man. And oh, uh, love that one. Love and that a one. movie we talked about on the podcast, GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra. <laughs> so uh, it was a good year. It, 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 it wasn't sound. bad. It was not a bad year. Um, what was the number one song in 2009? <laughs> uh, so, my, both of you guys take a guess. Something by Drake? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> something by Drake. I mean, that's a good guess. Oh, you, you're looking right at my screen. so. Oh, I'm not looking. I can't uh, see. I'm blind. What is it? What is it? The number one song of 2009 was Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas. Boom Boom Pow. In fact, the top four songs of that year no. were held by two people, uh, or by why? two groups. Wow. Lady Gaga and Black Eyed Peas. Had the top four songs. Paparazzi. Uh, Poker Face. Paparazzi. (laughs) Next. It was Poker Face, and uh, I can't remember what the other song was. Um, But yeah, Black Eyed Peas was Boom Boom Pow and and, uh, I'm a Bee or some shit. One of those artists uh, nominated for an Oscar. That's right. Yes. And and she won. won. She won. Fergie won? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Sarah Ferguson. Uh, all right, so uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Or just, not Dragon Ball Z. Nope. Dragon Ball Evolution. Colon, yes. Evolution. There's the difference. Tell us the difference, Tess, because yeah, I'd, I'm going to be I'd the love one. to know. That's my first question. I have no... Uh, I know that there is such a thing as Dragon Ball Z. Yes. I know the character design. I've seen the dude in the orange vest. That is the extent of my knowledge. But then there's also a guy Dragon with Ball a tail. Before this. There's like a, in, in the cartoon, there's a dude with a tail. It's Pikachu, yes. right? Yeah, it no, is. It's Pikachu. Pikachu <laughs> I think it's Eevee, too. Eevee has a tail. So there's different sagas to Dragon Ball. So it starts with Dragon Ball first, and then Dragon Ball Z. That's the one that is most famous that everybody knows about. Uh-huh. But Dragon Ball is what starts off everything, so it introduces... 
<laughs> Joe, he's our guest. So it introduces. He's our Joe. guest. So it introduces. <laughs> Tries the great stuff. It's delicious. This is what I have to do every no, week. This you this were what saying I have to do every day. <laughs> Go ahead. You're talking about. So drink. it starts off the whole story, so you know where Goku comes from. But he's here with his grandpa, and from there, that's how he grows up into being this this badass who honestly like can beat whoever you can think of in all the different like universes basically except for like probably superman i think uh-huh. is what it's come down to but i don't know because superman is nothing when he's off of earth right yeah exactly. he needs the earth's yellow without sun. his fish hook he is nothing <laughs> but see goku's on earth it's a moana reference <laughs> but see no that so that's the big difference from it that Basically, they're much weaker in Dragon Ball than they are in Dragon Ball Z. Okay. So that's what already starts off this movie not being when, that interesting. When I first saw it spelled out, <laughs> yes. I thought that it was just supposed to be a cool way of pluralizing the Dragon Ball. So it was Dragon Balls. Dragon Balls. Yeah, I thought that was what it was supposed to be. And I, that's not true? No. That's not it? No, it's not it at all. All right. So yeah. um, the dra- Dragon Balls, are they like they're like the rings of power from Lord of the Rings? Is that what what these things are, dude? That that was the impression I got. Yeah, yeah. See, in a way, yes, in a way. But it's like what they're more about is just they're a mystical thing to get you whatever you want, and what they usually use them for is to bring people back to life. Is that that's so, it? Usually, because people end up dying, or there's like the bad guys are always trying to get together and wish themselves immortal, mm-hmm. or or do. In the Broly movie, Frieza wanted to become taller because he's like this small. <laughs> but that's beside. But like other than that, it's usually just them about people who are dying, bringing them back to life, like they did in this movie. <laughs> God damn it, Joe! <laughs> it will never come in what? again. What? Uh, so test Dragon Ball. What are the Dragon Balls? <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're little orbs that wish you whatever you want. There oh, okay, you that's that. See, you know what really pissed me off about this movie mm-hmm. is that like it's this, like what a bitch! Like you're trying to collect all these Dragon Balls. I mean, honestly, the good guys are trying to collect them just so the bad guy doesn't get them. Yeah. But what's the worst way to keep someone from getting all of the all of the things they want? Is to collect them all yourself. All in one place. Yes. Put you them got- all in one spot. Are yep. you are you fucking kidding me? You got to collect them all, make your wish, and then they scatter for a year. And you don't, they become regular rocks. Wait, which you don't know where they oh, are. So, and then a year game. later, they become Dragon Balls. And again. you have to go and then search for them again. Mm-hmm. That's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> but see, you wouldn't know that at all from the movie. Because they... uh, there's a lot of things I don't know from the movie. <laughs> there's a lot of things I still don't understand after having seen the there, movie. There's, like a the lot, there's a lot I don't know. And yet, there's so much, there's too much that I do know. Uh-huh. Like, right off the bat, this movie is just like fucking pummeling you with exposition. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, Oh shit! I I think I need to be paying attention to this. Well, look, because... Joel, you don't have to be paying attention mm-hmm. because we revisit this narration uh, in this story not once but twice later in the film. I thought maybe they were expounding on it when we double back on it, but I'm like, no, it's the I same think story. We heard all this already. Just, just try watching the show like week to week. Oh really? It takes they have about, to recap. It takes like five episodes to get through one fight. <laughs> just to get through one, yes, in the actual cartoon version of wow. it. Wow. What, yes. What's your history with this? Obviously, you know everything Dragon Ball. Well, what so. you're saying makes me also not want to watch the show. But the- that's... <laughs> see, <laughs> watching it now where you can watch all of it at once, it'd be better. Yeah, but binge like, watch. Yes. My history with it is like fifth grade, coming home every day after school to watch it. That's where I like have some of my best friends from talking about that show. Where were they showing it? Like I, I had a blind spot, I guess. Toonami. On a no, cartoon. See, I didn't get that channel. 
back in the day. I know. Kirk. Now, Joe will tell you all about the little town that I grew up in that did not have uh, how many how many screens in my movie theater? Two. That's right. <laughs> Beville, Beville, Beville Texas. Yes. Oh my god. Movie theater with two screens. I'm sorry about that. I thank you. I feel there was no dancing. That's right. Until one day, a hero uh, came into town. Possession of porn was punishable by death. That's right. Yeah. That's why our population was so low. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, guys, so the narration thing already, you know, that frustrates yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Is when you yeah. open up and it, just show me. In fact, like you could have just shown. In the more interesting thing, the thing I really wanted to see was this initial battle that they're talking about that put Piccolo in the ground, yeah. like buried him underground and like imprisoned him. That seemed like a pretty interesting battle. Let's do what Sor- uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice did. And like, sh- yeah. start off showing that. Just show what's I going on. I never thought on. I'd say, do what, do what Sorcerer's, Sorcerer's Apprentice, Apprentice did. Um, what, so Goku is the hero of Dragon Ball Z, right? Yes. Just like that. he is in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by a very bland Justin Chatwin. Yeah. You know what? I like that guy. I've seen him in other things. Yeah? Yes. He was in War of the Worlds. He played uh, Tom Cruise's son. He's good, he, and even though this this script is shit, like yeah. so he does have some moments where I'm like, all right, there's some charisma underneath in that role, right? Um, mm. But I couldn't get over the fact that like he looks like the love child of like Billy Boyd, who plays Pippin from the Lord <laughs> yes. of the Movies, and fucking uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, the from lead singer Green of Green Day. Day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the, those two mated. He was very. It's like he was very handsome for the Goku role, which is weird, and it's like. When you think about it also, like, watching it again, because when I watched it as a child, I was like, this is weird, didn't like it. It was surprisingly better. So you saying that he was a good actor. And it I, was surprisingly It was better. surprisingly better than I remember it being. And I was also surprised to see that Emmy Rossum was like Dude. Bulma. And Holy she's, shit. She's in Shameless, and that's what I was telling Joe. Both of them, yeah. Both of them are in Shameless to where seeing that again, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it puts a whole new spin on it, doesn't like, it? I have to somewhat like this movie a little bit now. Do you? Do you, have, I do you have to? I don't hate it as much as I used to. Wow. Oh, it came around. Usually it's the opposite. The movies you see when you're young, when you, you revisit them, you realize the folly. But that's the thing. See, it was so terrible when I was young. <laughs> the bar was that, so low. That, like, literally, I didn't watch it for so many oh, years. Oh, even then you knew it sucked. Didn't talk about it for so many years to where when he brought this up, I was like, I'm not doing this. And I told, <laughs> and I told my friends about it. I was like, guys, you guys got to watch it with me. They're like, no. Our friendship isn't that great. I don't know if I can <laughs> Holy that. shit. Yeah. Now what's going to happen when they hear this and you're like, it, it was better than I remember it being. Oh, yeah. They're like, shut up. I don't believe <laughs> I, I told them that. It was better. This is a trick. I'm not going to fall for this shit. Uh, so Goku, is Goku in like in the show, is he just like in this where he lives with his grandfather and mm-hmm. like trains on high wires yeah, and Mr. Stuff? Miyagi. In the beginning, yeah. In, it's, like, it, it's like how it is. His grandpa dies. And mm-hmm. and then it's him with Bulma and like Yamcha and them running around for the longest time. But he's a lot goofier in the show than he is in the movie. Yeah, because he was like he, he was very he, much a Luke Skywalker taking himself too seriously in this movie. He was the he was the quintessential like hero that you always see in the in the movies. And it's yeah. like oh my god, like this is Goku, but it's like he wasn't the aloof, goofy like yeah. fighter that it's like all he wants to do is just fight all the time that you see in the comic. Uh-huh. Hmm. I think that a lot of it came down to especially the way he was directed because they have him do goofy stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. he does things that if it was played differently would have been funny. But instead he ended up playing it super serious while doing like like carrying that big backpack full of shit. Yeah. And it's yeah. like okay that could have been funny but he didn't play it funny. He, he didn't do anything He funny. played it like okay I'll run, and it's like, uh, 
play off that. You know, when he used his little uh, his Hadouken yeah. and hit yeah. Bulma <laughs> and hit Bulma with it, like they could have been a little more funny about it. Or the fight with the school with the, bully with the guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was did, kind of. Did one he of the go funny... to school? Was he like a high school student? In the, okay. In the For, when the fuck does this movie take place? Yeah. When is this universe? Is it future? Is it past? I, is is it like a, a well known thing? Like because they talk about Gohan's like yes, there was a battle of aliens that came to two thousand years ago, and like everybody else seems to be like playing it off, but it also <laughs> does seem like this is a society that's like post alien war. Or yeah, something. there's some technology. See, that's a, that's the thing about it. Like the world, everybody is a vampire. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know about like all Santa the all the crazy dream. alien stuff that goes on with them. So it's just a a small group of people who know about the crazy stuff happening, like Gohan and them. But Goku was never in school. Mm-hmm. Never did that happen. So that already from the beginning of the movie was like, yeah. why is Goku on a motorcycle yeah. rushing to high school? Yes, yeah. yeah. so like, like these stereotypical bullies who are just like the... They're the they're, no, they're, they're, they're so less cliche. than typical. They're less yeah. than typical bullies. He goes to a party and dude gets up in his face and spills his own drink and doesn't like splash <laughs> the, it on, on Goku. Yeah. He just pours it out. Doesn't even do and it on then his he's feet. like, come on, what do you say to that? I'm like... You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. You just poured your own drink out. Uh, good one, I guess. And then the other guy comes out with a bet and proceeds to beat his own car. <laughs> his own car is like, you know, even it's if you do hit Goku, the the direction you're aiming is your car. Like <laughs> it's like after the fir- after the second time you hit your own vehicle, yeah, you maybe, thought you would have stopped. Maybe move the fight away. Yeah, yeah. Remember in Star Wars where we met Obi Wan Kenobi? No, I don't remember. And like. It, it, it was like this great character that they fleshed out and this, this trainer, this person that was going to put our hero on his path. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when we lost him, it was actually kind of an emotional yeah. yes. emotional heft. Gohan... <laughs> oh, my God. Gohan gets, like, beat up by Piccolo, gets the house is destroyed, and he gets buried underneath. Yeah. Thank God he manages to kind of keep <laughs> shit together until Goku arrives. He's got to pass along some crucial information, Joe. <laughs> and then, like, what finally killed him in the end? Like, he just had a slow bleed for two hours? <laughs> exactly. But my favorite is, like, later on in the movie, and this is supposed to be, like, what, the next day? Goku shows up at, like, the secret tournament grounds or yeah, whatever, and Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi. And Chi-Chi's like, Goku! I'm sorry to hear about, about your, your grandfather's grand- accident. <laughs> and I'm like, if I was her, I'd be like, How shouldn't you be like... Yeah. Putting a funeral together. I was just thinking that too. It was like, did you just burn his ashes? Like, you got to tell the police when somebody dies on your property. Right. No, no, I've got more important things to do. It's just my grandpa. I'm I didn't really, need to worry about him. I'm really surprised. You had. Goku really processed that and got over it. Well, quick. He's crushing on Chi Chi pretty hard, so he's got to make it to that. And maybe Bulma a little bit. He didn't even know she was going right. to be there. That's the thing that's crazy about that's that. That's a good point. Yeah, but. We're going to go back to how he does not care about Gohan at the end. Yeah? There's, yeah, there's something that I, want, I, uh, that, I, that I saw watching it again that I was like, I can't believe they did this in this. Oh, but, really? Let's yeah. hear it. Well, well, yeah, I mean, don't save it. Let's, well, let's do this. I was like, well, you know how at the very end when, like, Roshi dies and, like, they use the Dragon Balls to bring him back? Which pissed me the fuck off. I was yeah, like, man. you brought back Roshi. But, but not a grandpa. grandpa. I'm like, how about instead your, yeah. your perfect wish be like, I wish Piccolo never found his way out of yeah. whatever. That would person. save everybody. That would have saved everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, Grandpa. I've and this the guy car. From... It would have saved the car. A lot of things. More important. <laughs> But yeah, like Gohan yeah. would still be alive. He's known this guy for like one week, and he's already valuing his life. He's like, over no, his he's better than no, I don't, I, I, he's better than me than my grandpa. You know? <laughs> and honestly, what did he do? He taught him the Kamehameha wave. That's what he. <laughs> yeah. That's what he taught. Him. That's it. This is the. I did like Chow Yun Fat in this movie. He wasn't great, 
but I liked him. He usually in the doesn't movie. get to do this type of role and kind of throw the throw the comedy on, on yeah. all the way up to eleven. Like I could totally see a Jackie Chan doing this. I'm uh-huh. sorry if I'm stepping on anybody's feet with the recast, but this is stuff that like Jackie Chan's done before. He works comedy into it. Chan Vat's usually much more stately, and maybe it's just because I know him mostly from uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Dude, I know him from like Hard Boiled and Hard Boiled. Mm, yeah, such a good movie. He never gets to ham it up, so it was fun to see him do it. I don't know if it would really kind of fit in this world. Yeah. Well, but what fits in this world? I don't know. Well, here's the thing that I'm going to give this movie credit for one, the fight choreography. When yes. there's actual fights going on. Absolutely. That's like, the best part. It really yeah. does well with that. And also, you could tell someone was trying to inject anime characterizations and stuff. Into it, yeah. And, and like reactions. Like they would do anime style. Look, guys, I'm not an expert. But I've been voicing anime stuff for like the past two <laughs> yeah. years. Small flex. He's got a uh, named role on uh, Battleship <laughs> Yamato, Yamato. Or whatever the fuck. Amazon actor, uh, right here. Yeah, that's right. If you look me up on Amazon, one of my shows shows up. <laughs> uh, but but no, they do cut to like anime style <laughs> reactions of characters when things happen. It's not like a Western nope. uh, style, like the way that like American movies are made when they cut to reactions of stuff. Yeah. This is deliberate, like anime style reactions, and like there's some stuff where Goku. Like, kind of has an impression, and then, like, smiles goofy. And the thing yeah. is, I see the anime version of that. I'm like, right, so ah, right. I see what they're trying to do. When Chow Yun-Fat is doing his, like, big, broad monologue, and yes. then it kind of comes down into something funny. Yep. I'm like, I see what they're doing, but somebody just wasn't dedicated enough to make them commit all the way to, like, this is the style we're going to go for. Yeah. So instead, it's this milk-a-toast. <laughs> <laughs> A, you mispronounce one word on this fucking podcast. <laughs> it's this milk toast combination, like where they just they were non-committal, and so you've got some of this going on and some of this going on, and instead it doesn't mesh. It it just feels like a sloppy it's mess. East meets west, yes. right? And not really uh, gelling. And and it's not Shanghai noon. No, no, it's Shanghai nights. <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> It's editing bay after hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Um, no, so they could have uh, they could have done a little bit better with I think giving us a cohesive story. But you know what you're saying? Yeah. It fits in with um, it's it's shot like an anime. It's uh, directed not, like an anime. Not completely, but no, it, it no, has. But there's some of these that. traces of it. But the the story, the way the story is told, is also kind of very Eastern yeah. as well. It's like there was a lot of it in there, and it was very sloppy because you could see honestly what they were trying to probably do with it was start off a series with it, yeah. and of course. Start making other Dragon Ball Z movies. You can't do that. You man. can't with certain anime. There's certain anime movies you just have to leave as anime. There's other ones that you can maybe do live action, but Dragon Ball Z. There's too much that happens. There is it. too much. There's monkeys that you guys have no idea why they're monkeys <laughs> and why they became big monkeys. Uh huh. And is that what Ozaru is? He's a big monkey. Is Ozaru in the cartoon? No one knows his name. That's why <laughs> Ozaru. It's like they're wh- just inventing characters now. Was that something fun to like kind of surprise the fans? That that was something I had tried no, not to punch the yeah. microphone. That's something I had. That's <laughs> something I had no idea. But it's like, where does evolution also come from in the name? There's a lot of things that they just yes. threw in there that we had never heard of before. That's why it was such a terrible movie because him be he became the ape, which is what does happen in the show. But him being able to just to harness it and be like, no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be okay now. I have to I'm, be myself. I'm, I, and I, that I, means I, I have to be Otaru. of two. Yeah. 
I am Ozaru, that and I'm Goku. That doesn't happen at all in the show. <laughs> You're supposed to cut off the monkey's tail to get him to become oh, wow. normal again. Oh, and yes, but they put that nowhere in the movie. Well, that would have uh, jumped the rating up to PG-13. We had to keep it. I honestly keep it low think kitties. I just feel like they tried to. They started off with a story that was far too broad, and about halfway, a little over halfway through the movie. They, they're like sprinting to narrow it back down a little mm-hmm. bit. And so it becomes a, too much of a jumbled mess. And by the time they narrow it, you, you're like, what? Wait, wait, but what? Wait, what? what's going on? But how did Piccolo get out of his prison? Yeah, I'd like to know that. Basically, they told it like a story that they expected you to already know. They yes. expected you to know everything well, that was going on. Like, but you oh, know what? You don't know about this? How did Piccolo <laughs> get out of his prison? You don't know how Piccolo got out of his prison? No, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> What is Piccolo's story in the in the anime? Yeah. And oh, why is he named after a wind instrument? <laughs> I don't know where he gets his name. I before. thought he was like, a guy he, named Vegeta, and apparently I was wrong. <laughs> no, Vegeta's another saying. He's like he's like Goku. Um, I figured though, since his name would be Vegeta, like vegetable, he would be green. So that's why oh, I thought Piccolo kind of makes Vegeta. sense. Good he guess, does have green. Good guess, yeah. but, Pic- wrong. Piccolo's the green one, actually. This and he's in the making that like. He was an evil king at one point in time. They yeah. put him in the Mafuba, which is that statue what thing. You call me? I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that thing that they put him in, and then he eventually gets out, and then they take the evilness out of him, and he becomes one of their best allies in the oh, show. Actually, later on, but saving that for the sequel, huh? <laughs> Wait, but that's the Piccolo that has the the turban on his head. Yes, that's yes. the good Piccolo. That's mm. the good Piccolo. Okay, bad Piccolo was the one that had nothing on his head who was blowing up Gohan and other people. Yeah, gotcha. that does sound bad because that's that's actually a very um, a religious thing. Uh, the the, yeah, uh, the, the a, a religious a religious illusion. You keep your head covered uh, in it to to show your humility in the face of God. That's why, oh, good point. like in Fiddler on the Roof, they talk about that with like the, 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 the we always keep our heads covered and wear our prayer shawls to show respect to God. That so basically, that's why I assumed Piccolo, the good Piccolo, was the one with the turban oh, because he's showing reverence. That actually makes a lot of sense. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, hey, never thought about that. Let's go with that. Boom! <laughs> I said something smart. So basically, uh, he's he's Sauron. He got defeated and sealed away, and now there, there's a lot of similarities to like the Lord of the Rings. And I know it was inspired by multiple things, but I I couldn't help but uh, feel the Lord of the Rings vibe from this. One uh-huh. one we have a fellowship that's being put together, right? We've got all these different different people coming together. Yeah. Um, there's even like a little crystal balls. Yeah. That, yeah. That can see you or show you visions, right? The he Palantir. Keeps seeing, he keeps seeing the future out of it. Yes. Uh, Only in the movie. Do the Dragon Balls all oh, have different numbered stars? Either, huh? Does that not happen in the <laughs> what? Do, do they all have different numbered stars inside? Yeah, they of all them? Uh, up to seven. Okay. So it's like one star. Are there something. only seven Dragon Balls, or are there more? And if you could just get seven of them together, you can make a wish. There are seven on Earth. <laughs> there are seven on Namek. Heaven. Okay. On oh. Namek, or like Piccolo's room. Okay. Mm. And then there's seven in the universes. That are like super Dragon Balls, but those are, those are the ones that Thanos has. So on his, yeah, on his, his glove. Yeah. yeah, he's got those. So there's 21 Dragon Balls yeah, in but, existence, but you don't know about the other. You ones just told me until later oh. on in like the different <laughs> side. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's only seven in like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, yeah. but then Super, which is what like the Broly movie <laughs> came from. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> what, why do they pronounce? Do they pronounce it key? 
Yes. Instead of chi. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was pronounced chi. Like it's I'm, it's spelled I'm harnessing though. my chi. No, so hun- harnessing my chi. Okay. K-I. All I right. only know because I had the subtitles on. <laughs> I watch all my po- my editing bay podcast movies. With Joe was like, he's subtitles. making me watch this anime movie. I better put on subtitles. I would have rather watched the anime. I haven't seen a good anime movie in a while. And so you- that's the frustrating thing because obviously you love it. You've yes. loved it for a long time. Yes. It has a huge following and it has since, since I've known of it. So you know there's some quality in there. And I was ready to be like, okay, show me what you got, Dragon Ball. What, what's all the fuss about? At least this might be like the best of what you would get yeah, in the yeah. anime. Give me the Cliff Notes version. The, the best parts of it together. Of Dragon Ball. The Burly movie. Watch if you want to if you want to watch something that's going to make you actually go back and watch Dragon Ball. Yeah. Watch the Burly movie. Uh-huh. All right. I have that actually if you want. Do you? Yeah. Yes. I heard that it was produced in response to this movie coming out and that the, the original guy saw it and was like, this is so bad. Yeah. We have to the do thing. this again. Yamcha. Yamcha. Did Seth Green like do his voice? Did he like was his voice overdubbed by somebody? Oh, you think didn't so? Didn't it seem like it, it was, was over? It was yeah, dubbed. It definitely was different. It, the guy, his voice did not match up with who he actually was at all. Yeah, I, I didn't pick up on that. No, but there's so much weird about like they just seemed to fit in. Uh huh. The fact that that guy would have that voice. <laughs> okay, so in the actual in show, hair. we have Goku. Uh huh. We have Gohan. Uh huh. We have all the Ro- Roshi. Yes, Master. We Roshi. have Bulma. Bulma. And we have Yamcha. Yes. And we have Chi-Chi. Yes. Okay, so those characters exist. The, that's oh. like the main Mighty Morphin Power Ranger group. Those are, the, those are the main people from the beginning, yeah. Cool, okay. Was the Ernie Hudson character yes. in, in the TV show? So random that he shows up. Uh, what's his name? Sifu? Uh, yeah, what? Sifu Norris. Yeah. Is he in it? Do you remember the one scene? No. Tess the is the, the only black guy? man in this movie. <laughs> Is the only black man in this movie. Wait, the bully? Like, no, no. Oh, no. Yeah. He's one of two black men in this movie. By the way. The, the non-violent that, like, There's two black men in this movie, and one of them is an antagonist. Yeah. Not with good. A, with a bet. Not good. Surprising this wasn't nominated no, for an Oscar. This is the old man that was friends with Yoshi, helped him create the, the flower pot that became a Ghostbusters trap. He's literally no. like in two no. scenes. Oh, my. Neat. No, he's not in the actual thing. That's why I'm like, I know who you're talking about now. I thought he was going to be another character, but uh, when he was just a random pot making guy. Yeah. Was, when he showed up on screen and I saw his face and his hair and stuff, all I could think of was, I've seen things that would turn <laughs> your <laughs> hair white. <laughs> Tell him about the Twinkie. What about the Twinkie? Yeah, dude. Ernie Hudson. I was not expecting that. Nope. Not expecting him to show up in this movie. It's kind of sad, too, that they were able to get him for the two scenes to play the inconsequential character. What was this pot? Because Chow Yun-Fat opens the pot, and it it acts like a Ghostbusters trap. That's the Boofuba. Oh, is that? So it was bringing Piccolo back into it? Yeah, that's how they trapped him in there Ah. 2,000 years ago. Uh And that's how they were trying to trap him back in there. Okay. Did they know? Did did Roshi know that Gohan or not Gohan? Goku. Fuck these names. Right. <laughs> did that Goku was uh, Ozaru as well? That he was a part werewolf monkey. <laughs> yeah. He's the po- in the was show. There he not, does. I mean, it's, for it, this movie, I get like you got to do stuff. You're trying to pay reverence to the TV show, but yeah. maybe there's just too much you're trying to do in this movie. For, absolutely. Where yes. It's like, yes. I'm training to be a fighter. I need to keep the apocalypse from happening. I've also got to find who I am. I'm also a werewolf. Like, <laughs> we got enough. Like, there's enough going on. 
It does feel like they were trying to cram like three seasons worth of story into one movie, and that's it. That's what was the biggest problem with it because there's just too much that was happening. So where you guys, as people who've never seen the show, you're like, what is? We were going, totally lost. What is going on with this? Also, movie? the movie's like an hour and twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's it's a quick quick. Yeah, movie. you get through a really you get through it really quickly, and you're just like, what? And was that's. That. That's with the secret uh, post credit. Oh, the post credit sequence. Did you watch that? Did you know there was one? No. There's a little, little post. credit You didn't see the post credit sequence? Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, Here, I'll pull I'm, it up. Yeah, pull it up. Let's let's show it to him. All right, so we're back. We just showed Tess the uh, the secret. The uh, secret. The secret. It's not much of a secret. Well, <laughs> like he didn't find a it. Mid credit sequence. <laughs> yeah, uh, from the hidden. end of Dragon Ball Evolution, where we uh, have a long tracking shot, kind of like something uh, out of Boogie Nights. That uh, shows that, uh, what's the bad guy's name? He's, he's, Piccolo. Piccolo uh, will live to blow another day. Yes. That's yeah. what that, you know, I told you he didn't die and they yeah. bring him back. You were right. To become a good person. That's what's going on there. That has to be what Setting up is. the sequel that like, will never happen. That that should never happen. <laughs> yes, that is true. It should never Wait, happen. so you were telling us before we started recording that Piccolo was supposed to be played by uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman turned down this role, apparently, so that he could do the Hellboy sequel. He made a good choice. Yeah, I think so too. I don't even like that movie. Here. Uh, yeah. So uh, overall, I guess uh, what we have is a uh, a movie, <laughs> right? It, it, this is definitely a movie. a movie. I can say that. Yeah. Is this is this the reason why we don't see a whole lot of anime uh, live action conversions, or at least American made? Because there's yes. a lot of in Japan, they that make a true. lot of live action ones. I'd be curious to know if this made more money overseas than it did here. Like maybe they were, you know, they were making it for dual audiences and it just wasn't speaking to American audiences the way maybe it did to Eastern. It probably did, but yeah. you know what? I've never looked into that, but that's probably the reason why we don't see him like he was saying because yeah. that's the top of like anime with a lot of the people. So uh-huh. seeing that, yeah. <laughs> so there's a scene where Goku has to learn how to light a bunch of lanterns by just using his key. Mm-hmm. And then like he blows all the lanterns out. Fast forward about three, four minutes, and there's a big fight that breaks out. Fake Chi-Chi steals the Dragon Ball, <laughs> yeah. and she's running out, and they, there's this explosion, and there's fire in a hallway. And mm-hmm. Balma, Yamcha, and Goku are standing there like, oh, shit, well, we got to go around the other way. And <laughs> what I'm are like, we going to do? Why can't Goku just put out the fucking fire with his... With his well, that was just power. a little lantern fire. This was like a raging... Come on, come on, come on, and let me fill my soul with a raging fire. Go, Tess. And then he ran through the fire and at the end yeah. of it, too. So it's like, why did you wait that long to yeah. be able to do that? You uh-huh. could have just done it. Just to keep be- your momentum. There's a lot of my questions involve Chi-Chi. When, they, when they've come back to Chi-Chi, <laughs> when we've rejoined with Chi-Chi, like she's in her tournament, a tournament that they don't explain. Like there's just a random tournament going on. Yeah, well, everyone knows about the tournament in Tyson. There's, al- there's always a tournament. It was a, it was a secret. <laughs> there were secret training grounds that they show up and everybody's there. And there's a tournament. How secret are they? And she even tells Goku, she's like, "You should come back for the tournament." And I'm like, we, "Why are we just now learning about? It? Why didn't we start the movie here instead of all this high school stuff? Why didn't we just start the movie right here?" Yeah. Where that's, there's a tournament going on. That's where a lot I've seen of, that's a billion where a lot of the show movies starts. that start like that. They're like, oh, we're, we have this karate tournament going on. And like, oh, shit. And that's where you can in, like you can introduce some of these great other fighters. But at one point, Chi-Chi's fighting the, the woman who's evil that's with Piccolo, who has no motivation. She's just yeah, there to she's be the still blood. So Piccolo blood. escaped from a jar in the center of the earth and found himself a Boba, sh- a Boba Fett airship yes. that he's flying around. Oh. Like, what? 
why why is this going how did he have this well, first of all resources he wishes it looked like slave one because the cut the cgi in this film <laughs> was so they look like fucking cut it scenes like first man from ps2 yeah <laughs> it will not be winning the oscar for best special effects but they, did, they did look like a fucking cut scene from a from a playstation yeah, game it looked rough uh but so she's the 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 evil woman is fighting chi chi in the tournament and slices her arm. Mm-hmm. And, like, Chi-Chi doesn't even notice. She's just... Yeah, she's into it. Got the adrenaline running. And Goku has to, like, point out. He's like, hey, you're, hey, bleeding. you're bleeding. And she's like, oh, huh, never mind. I'm like, you should have that fucking checked. And where are the referees in this fight? Yeah. Like, no one saw this happen. Like, disqualification. <laughs> she she disqualified herself, remember? She steps yeah, out she of the bounds. Out. Yeah. But still, it would be, hey, you sliced her. What's up with that? Yeah. You brought a weapon to this tournament. You're not only disqualified, yeah, we're, you're banned. We're arresting you. We're calling you. the police. Well, actually, we're not letting you go. Right. You can't walk out of here yeah, so with you your vial of blood. You can't clone her yeah. or create some kind of weird... So That's the exactly blood, what it was. Because Piccolo gives his blood to make the little weird alien guys that yeah. die in the, in the lava. Mm-hmm. But then she takes Chi-Chi's blood... And clones and her. Does he? Does she clone her, or did she become because she was using her as a disguise? Yes, she became her. That... We we set up one science and use it to explain a completely different science. That's that's not what we're playing with here. Different types of blood, Joe. That was human blood. <laughs> but th- th- but then there's that's true. Yeah, and piccolo, piccolo blood. He was using piccolo blood. Yeah. I was hoping totally different. after what you had told me about the Piccolo TV Blood show, is my rap name. I, I was hoping Piccolo would spit up an egg at the end of this movie. He's supposed to. That's what he's supposed to do. Really? That, that's the good Piccolo. Yeah, good oh, Piccolo. He births him. He spits up an egg. So that's why that that extra scene. If that had been that, that'd have been kind of cool to. But it wouldn't have made any sense. But you like know what? That scene didn't make. But sense. it would have made sense to you, and you are who this film is should be geared should toward. Have been You're at. the fucking fan. You knew all the characters. You knew the lore. Joe, this happens every time. Why do they feel like they need to... Fu- because now they're pleasing no one. They're yeah. not pleasing us, certainly. Yeah. No. And they're not pleasing the fans because they're fucking everything up well, and they're changing know. stuff. There were shots of Jamie Chung that pleased me. Some of that stuff. Emmy Rossum. Oh, my God. I will never <laughs> get tired of looking at her. She reminds me of my wife. Yeah, Yamcha. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? 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 Dude, there's never a point where they develop the characters in this movie. Though. Yeah, no. it's kind of sad. They, not only do they not develop the characters... They barely put the characters in a position where they could be developed. But then they super hyper uh, space their development because now all of a sudden we're, having, we're everyone's pairing off. Yeah, like fucking Emmy Rossum and, and Yamcha. And Yamcha are. A, she hated him like twenty four hours ago. He tried to murder and, and uh, steal all of their belongings, and now they're okay. And now they're the, that, that happens in the show though. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got to pair up. I yeah. just I got frustrated with how convenient. The Dragon Balls were hidden slash located. <laughs> they all happen to be in a sixty mile radius, except for that one where he had to like go to a to, to like uh, the bottom of that a lake, yeah, or something, yeah. And then also the lava one where he had to put the dead guys. Yeah. On the well, the guy's like, it's mo- so much easier when we just get rid of the water. I'm like, what? why did you do that with the lava? Wouldn't somebody notice that? <laughs> why did well, nobody? Where did notice the water go? The water. I don't know. I had to rewind that scene and kind of figure out what the fuck happened because it yeah, was. Where did the evil chick come from? Like where she? That's almost what stole, I asked ten minutes ago. The... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where did she come? She from? She didn't have to step on dead, burning bodies. She just get well, and then everybody else meets up with Goku afterwards. At the, yeah, at the end of it, it's like, where's the lady? <laughs> Why couldn't they have just like, walked around? Roshi just fucking flew twenty feet out of a fucking pit. Yeah, he should be the one. He could just fly across. I volunteer him. Why couldn't anybody else retrieve the Dragon Balls? Like no, Goku had, to be, had Goku. to be the one that got all of them. And I'm like, dude, I uh... he's got the touch. 
He's got the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Goku has that whole like, it's like a, an old '70s sitcom where it's like, <laughs> no, she's the double. No, she's the double. Right. No, help me. And I'm like, dude. And I even wrote the note. I was like, dude, just look at look her at her arm. arm. Just look at her arm. And, he and then I had to do. erase it because he did after he knocked after, her the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a couple seconds too. Late. So we get back to the end where he meets back up with Chi Chi, and she greets him with like, "Oh, you're back!" and like hugs him. I'm like, uh, right hook. Yeah. Fucking right hook. Last time he swing fucking, the leg. He, <laughs> he fucking knocked you the fuck out. And then he says, "He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I knocked you out. Well, I let you." I'm like, yeah, that's way more interesting that we didn't just have an extra person to help us in our fight to de- to destroy evil. <laughs> that you just played fucking possum and shit. <laughs> you could have helped us. Yeah, maybe maybe we, if that is true, it makes you look like a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, I think Chi Chi is horrible. Uh, yeah, you think? Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, well, she's what? dating this bully in the school. Are they dating? And like, I guess and like so. The, yeah, yeah, yeah she were. shows up after in the very first scene where they see her. Uh, she shows up and he's trying to like you know bully Goku and she's like hey Dan or whatever the fuck his name is yeah. he's like oh yeah I'll see Chad. you later he's probably a and, Chad like, you know walks her and she's like <laughs> but then looks back and looks at Goku yeah like yeah. Uh. and then invites him to her house party where he meets up. it's like sweep the like Johnny shows up that's exactly dude and, there's a lot of Karate Kid uh, uh, similarities here parallels real. Mm-hmm. we got the Mr Miyagi yeah yeah we have two Mr Miyagi the bullies. Yeah, Three, yes. if you count Ernie Hudson. We really do. Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody counted him in Ghostbusters. What? Are you kidding me? Him. I love Winston Zedmore. Yeah. You quoted him. Well, yeah. Everyone knows the one line. Dude, right? I used his line to get my job at Cumulus. What was that? It was in the interview where... Uh, what about the Twinkie? I was, no, it was, uh, I was interviewing with the PD from WBAP. And we were halfway the program through the interview. Director and for and the he said, uh, he was like... Well, you do know that the station is very, it leans very heavily right. It's very conservative. And that doesn't seem to be your, you know, how you lean. And I looked at him and I looked at Jeff Catlin, who's the program director for, uh, for the ticket and for ESPN. Hey, if, uh, and I was like, look, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll, I'll believe, believe anything you say. say. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to use that in my next job interview. Yeah. <laughs> See how it goes. And they laughed. They laughed at him. But, dude. I love Winston. Yeah. I think he's got some of the best stuff in those movies. Yeah, he just shows uh, up about three quarters too late. In the this film. is true. Yeah. This is true. Uh, that whole scene he has with Dan Aykroyd when they're driving back on the bridge boom, and boom. and he's talking about the end of boom, days boom. and stuff. That's yeah. really good. Um, yeah, I, I, that's about that's about it. <laughs> that's, that's about it. All, all I've got for this movie. What did here. you think about the, uh, the the choreography, the fight scenes? I think we talked about it earlier. That this is probably like where it shines the most. Yeah, but then they yes, don't part. end the movie with a fight. Yeah. Uh, Instead, it's, it's yeah. like it's they like lean on the they're, CGI. They're doing a shootout with fireballs, Hadouken shootout, and then they do wirework hugs. <laughs> yes. And, and like that, I'm like, this is a point where you could have really broken it down, yeah, like and had Goku nice and Piccolo really fucking fighting yeah. and parrying and stuff. That would have been compelling. It would have been great. How about we uh, echo the fight that he's having echo. on the clothesline whoa, whoa. with fucking Go Go No Gohan with Gohan Gohan Yeah. Uh, at the you say Han, I say Han. Han. <laughs> uh, well, it would be Gohan. Gohan Solo. In the in in Japanese, there's only Gohan. one pronunciation That's for right. vowels. That is right. Very yeah. good. Thanks for the lesson there. You're welcome. Nerd. Test um, <laughs> gives me the nod. Like, wow. <laughs> the <laughs> more you know. Um, yeah, no, the clothesline fight that they have. Like, I thought maybe yeah. there's that one point where they're hanging upside down. That was that a really was, nicely was yeah. You think they would have brought that back? Exactly. Instead, they brought back the that line from Harley Davidson, the Marlboro Man. <laughs> What's that? Where it's 
The first rule is... Oh, yes. There are no rules. Don't talk about Fight Club. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. His name was Piccolo. Yeah, so we we removed the strengths of this film to leave you with at the end and remind you of the horrible CG that you've witnessed over the past 80 minutes. Oh, my God. And then the CG shot that they end the film with, with Goku and Chi-Chi going after each other. Yeah. Like that that weird slow-mo... the whole Rocky, uh, the whole Rocky, yeah, the, uh, the Apollo Rocky fight. and Apollo thing, but it's like what a confusing way to end this movie because I'm like, well, so what's happening? <laughs> what happens now? Like, where it, is everyone? Where's Balma? Where's Yamcha? Where's Roche? You wished for him to come back to life, but he's not even fucking with you anymore. <laughs> what's happening next? But then you find out apparently Piccolo's still alive. Piccolo's still yeah. alive in some random hut with. The- Actual electricity. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny that like so she's she's cooking on a fire, an open fire pit mm-hmm. that she's cooking this like boiling up water. Everything to looks help handmade. Out. Everything looks handmade, but she walks in and you see a, a, a light switch, <laughs> and I'm like, ain't no electricity. That's when they lost it? budget, <laughs> could you not <laughs> to just turn on some light? Put a heated blanket on them or something? <laughs> Come on, man! No. You tell me you got all this shit. Um, all right, so would you guys recommend Dragon Ball Evolution? <laughs> to who? I just straight up laugh. <laughs> oh, you're serious? Yeah. Oh, this, oh, oh, this is Stupid Question Day. Yeah. This is Stupid Question Day, and like nobody to decided who, to tell it's me. like, to who? I, I wouldn't recommend it to my you worst say you wouldn't, enemy. Yeah, you wouldn't recommend it Would to you me. recommend it to other uh, Dragon Ball fans? No. No, you see? No. And that's the problem. That's the issue. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone, not even people who, like, have never seen it. Oh yeah, go watch it. You'll learn a little bit about the show. It's like no. At the end of it, you're like, you watch stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm embarrassed. This is one of those films that if somebody walked in on me watching, it'd be like worse than porn. They're like, yes. no, I'm not watching Dragon Ball. <laughs> it's it's, it's the incest porn. It's porn. It's, it's, yeah, it's girls, girls. Don't worry. It's definitely porn. <laughs> I would recommend this movie. Yeah? Really? No, absolutely not. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> no. This, movie's, oh, this yeah. movie is fucking horrible. <laughs> like, it is really bad. It's, it does some of the most like egregious offenses that a bad movie can make. And it's not, not even developing one of your characters. You don't even develop your protagonist. And yes. the fact is, like, there are movies that can get away with this where you don't develop a good protagonist, but at least you've got a strong performer in there that's carrying yeah. it. They don't even have that. No. Like, this Justin Chadwick guy just blank stares no. throughout most of he's this movie. He's not that bad. Yeah, he's pretty fucking bad. He was better than fucking Timothy Hutton in your Made in Heaven movie from, like, two uh, weeks ago. Agreed to disagree <laughs> okay <laughs> because timothy hutton's a fucking oscar award winner I, I whereas thought... this kid will never even lick the taint of a fucking oscar i don't know he's already starred against tom cruise so <gasps> you never know what he has in store but I like oh that wow scene okay where... let's make a list of people that have starred across tom cruise uh Val kilmer anthony edwards yeah yeah <laughs> er's anthony edwards no there's that one scene at the beginning michael when, ironside when he's... <laughs> ironside <laughs> When he's hitting on uh, Chi Chi, <laughs> when he's hitting on Chi Chi, uh, and like she invites him to the party, and before uh-huh. she can even finish asking, he's like, "Yes, I'll be there." Yeah, he's got some moments where you kind of see he's not You're just right. a blank slate that has nothing the, to do the with the editing. Scene. He has it's wants, like and his, desires. Yeah, his Chi Chi scenes aren't that bad. I love that he's having this moment with Chi Chi, and suddenly, like, he just senses that his grandfather's house gets destroyed. Yeah. I gotta go. This spidey sense kicks up. I gotta up. go. It's Grandpa. Grandpa so, Gohan. Now he cares about Grandpa Gohan. So is Gohan really his grandfather? Yes. But not in like in the show he is, but 
not his actual biological. Not paternal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he's, right. he's from an alien. He's Joe. an alien. Dude. He's, an, yeah. he's a he's a, a monkey. Yeah, <laughs> he's space monkey. So where monkey? Goddamn space monkey. Where monkey? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't recommend this movie uh, for the reasons that I stated. Uh, also, just it's such a mess of of a story. Like there, there's no script in play here, and whatever script it. I'll save this. I'll save this for what I think that the movie did wrong. All right. What did Dragon Ball Evolution... This is going to be a tough one for you guys. What did Dragon Ball Evolution do right? You're probably going to steal mine. There there aren't a whole lot of things this movie did right, so we're probably all going to touch on it. I I do like the parallels um, that it kind of has with Karate Kid and Lord of the Rings. and I like that it reminded me of better movies. I guess is what I can say this movie did right. It got the characters right. Did it? Did it? The names, I guess. It got the names? It got the names right. Somebody spelled the characters' names correctly. (laughs) Wrote them down into scripts, and they were recited out loud. That's about it. Yeah, that and the fighting. I mean, that that opening, that first scene was really good. That one's really good. Uh To where it made you actually think, like, okay, this could go somewhere. There might be something going on. But then he rushed to high school. Yeah. Yeah, Not even that. You know what? The sequence he has with all the bullies when they all try to attack him at once, that's pretty good. I like that choreography. As he's dodging. Uh It's kind of Matrix-y. Yeah. And to kind of harken back to what you said about Jackie Chan, it's very drunken mastery. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, the fight choreography and the attempts at making it stylized a little like an anime. I thought that was, those were things that this movie was doing right, at least a little bit. Uh, what did Dragon Ball Evolution do wrong? How much time you got? All the time. <laughs> All the time in the point, I've been harping on the uh, the CGI. I think it was that CGI. When you told me, Joe, that this movie, the budget for this film was $30 million, I'm not seeing $30 million not on screen. No. I'm seeing like maybe 10 or 15. Like I said, they look like cutscenes from a video game circa 1998. Yeah, it's that, embarrassing. That last scene was terrible. Like the last fight scene yeah. that, was, that was supposed to be the, the climax. climax of the movie shot Awfully and honestly, like it didn't I have to have faith in myself. It, oh my <laughs> it's like it just didn't flow. It was such a chunky scene that it felt like it's a chunky monkey. Yeah, they came out. Look, of dude, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Jesus, sorry, sorry Joe, we're fat shaming our host. It's like they get there, at the, they get there out of nowhere at the end and are able to like smack out one of the Dragon Balls to just stop his smack wish from out. It basically. Ha- Why like, you reference everything like you're you're tapping some ass? Yeah, <laughs> smack out that Dragon Ball. <laughs> Test next time you next time you get it on. I want you to tell a girl like like I'm gonna I'm gonna smack out I'm gonna smack out that dragon ball. I'm gonna smack out that dragon ball. I'm gonna do that just for you, <laughs> and then have her call you Joe. Yeah, call me Goku. Call me Goku. No, call me Roshi. Call me Ro- I'll call you Roshi. I mean, fuck. <laughs> oh my god. No, no you know what? Scratch all that. Take that. Rewind it back. back. <laughs> uh, just do it to this movie playing in the <laughs> background. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. And then I want to meet this girl that was able to do that <laughs> to the, while this movie was playing. <laughs> that girl doesn't exist. <laughs> all right. Oh, so... So did we answer what? Did well, what did you think it did? I said visual yeah. effects were pretty awful. Uh, the script plays out like a middle schooler's book report about a book that they skimmed. <laughs> that's what this. That's what this movie plays out like. Yes. Not only is there little in the way of development, like I said, uh, the creators of the film seem to actively avoid putting characters in a position to actually develop anything, 
And then, like, recapping a backstory three times is not a suitable equivalent for actually developing a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but even as someone who isn't familiar with the source material, this film plays too much like a rushed, and then this happens. Yeah, oh, yeah. And not an actual crafted story. Like, there's there's never a thing that I'm invested in that I'm like, oh, damn, yeah. I can't believe. Like, like, it should have started out where, like, where they fail to get a couple of the Dragon Balls. Like, we yeah. see them, you know, go after them, and they're just, you know, maybe the first one, they're a little late, and then they get there almost in time for that second one, but then they, they have to fight and then lose it in the middle of the fight. And that's when they learn, like, they have to work as a team. And, and that's probably pretty cliche, too, but at least it's a formula that works where, guys, we need to learn to work as a team, and then we see them, like, able to kind of get one or two of the next couple Dragon Balls, and then that leads to the fight, like that. And they keep those. Then we don't do this bullshit where like Piccolo gets all the Dragon we Balls, them all. starts to make his his wish, but he has to wait for a fucking eclipse to make his wish. Yeah. yeah. Why is there this weird like? Because the eclipse was done, but Goku still got to make his wish for for uh, because the eclipse has for, nothing for to really do with Cha Cha the Dragon yeah. or someone. <laughs> also, like up. that dragon wasn't even gonna fucking show up until he. Re- oh, he's like, oh wait, I get my wish. And he yeah. had to call it. What are you doing, dragon? Yeah, You're just right. Sitting some there. In Why some didn't parallel you fucking help us? Yeah, you know the rules. We're trying to destroy evil. We met the criteria. Fucking show your white ass. <laughs> I got here first. Man. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> So, yeah, that's, uh, that's there you go. what I feel like this that's, is wrong. That's what it did wrong. Uh, if we were going to remake Dragon Ball Evolution, oh, how would we do that? I recast a lot here. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to, but there's so many characters. I recast nine. Mm-hmm. The number mm-hmm. and the word. Mm-hmm. I did nine as well. Oh, okay, and cool. I have a director. I did. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I have a theme for mine. Test you play along with this? Did you yeah. do your recast? All right. Okay. I had a couple. All right, so I'll blow, I'll blow through mine real quick. You have a theme. And then you do yours. Okay. And we'll save the best for last. So that we'll sounds test good. I like that. Uh, I've done this a couple of times, and I'm unapologetic in it because I feel like a director like Edgar Wright could get the mm. fucking feel of a live-action anime down. He did. Like what he did with Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's beautiful. Mm. That is what we would do here great. with the cast of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, fantastic. The, uh, the character of Sifu, the Ernie Hudson character, played by Bill Hader. Nah. Go- Grandpa Gohan, played by Thomas Jane. Oh. Mai, the evil chick. Mai, played by Mae Whitman. Ooh. Uh, Yamcha would be played by Brandon Routh. Yeah, yeah. Lord Piccolo, Jason Schwartzman. Ooh. Chi-Chi, played by Ellen Wong, Knives Chow. Yeah, of course. Bulma Briefs, <laughs> obviously, would be Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Of course. Roshi, Master Roshi, Chris Evans. Oh. And then, obviously, Goku would be played by Michael Sarah. Michael oh, Sarah. Wow. All right. I like that. Very nice. Uh, I did not do a theme, but uh, you may recognize some. Or some of these actors may have starred in the same films together. Uh, all right, so I'm going to start with uh, Sifu Norris. That was the uh, uh, Ernie Hudson character. Yes. How about Lawrence Fishburne? Since he was kind of, he felt like the uh, the Morpheus Morpheus of this of this universe. Lawrence Fishburne there. Uh, my, I went with an actress named uh, I think it's Gemma 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 Chan. Oh, okay. Uh, she was in Crazy Rich Agents. She's also oh. in that uh, show on USA where she plays a robot or an android. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's like iRobot or something. No, that's uh, Will Smith. She's gorgeous. That's right. Uh, no, that's <laughs> I Am Legend. <laughs> uh, Gohan. It's Hancock. I called it out earlier. It's, uh, yeah, so I'll be doing it later. I called it earlier. <laughs> it's uh, Jackie Chan will be yes. my Gohan. Like uh, Yamcha. Gohan. 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 Uh, damn it. Yamcha? Am I doing that right? Yamcha. Or is it Yamcha? Yamcha. I went with uh, <laughs> went with uh, Henry Golding, 
who uh, you'll know from A Simple Favor and a Crazy Rich Agent as well. Uh-huh. Uh, Piccolo. That motherfucker looks like um, Apocalypse from uh, the X-Men movie. Yeah. Where Oscar Isaac... So I'm going to get Oscar Isaac to get back in that makeup again. There we go. And be uh, this character of Piccolo. You know who I thought this guy looked like? He, so he's played by uh, James Marsters, yeah. who is Spike in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who I hmm. think looks like... Uh, what's his name? Who played Doctor Doom. Julian... Oh, fuck, I can't oh, remember his name. That zero, but he yeah. looks like he looks like the guy who played Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four. And that guy's tall and imposing. Yeah, that would have yeah. been good. I like that. Uh, Bulma. I'm going with Haley Steinfeld. Nice, really. Chichi. Uh, actress's name is Brenda Song. You may know her from No Social Network. I know yeah. you thought I was going to say Crazy Rich Agents. No, <laughs> Brenda Song. <laughs> and then at, at least you can entertain yourself. <laughs> Somebody others laughed. Joel, Joel does. He's like, hey, I'm so clever. <laughs> Roshi, I did think that would get more of a response. Right? Roshi uh, went with the Russell Wong. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me this time. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wong, uh, who you'll know from uh, oh, you Wong. Know, um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that your Kevin Spacey yes, from, yeah, uh, from Superman? Superman Returns. Returns. And then finally, my Goku. How about Joko Lev? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Dude, dude perfect. Guy's perpetually fucking perfect. Joseph Gordon-Levitt can do fucking anything. Of yes. I like All that. this directed by uh, George Lucas. Because <laughs> I read that uh, somehow he was attached initially what? to this film. Man, they wanted no. him to direct it. And I think if anybody else could fuck this up less, <laughs> it would be George, George Lucas. Lucas. So uh, George Lucas is probably the one who's like, we need to have him turn into a werewolf monkey. <laughs> yeah, right. Or duck. <laughs> It would duck. be a duck. That would have been great. There you go. All right, let's hear it, Tess. All right. Uh, Beat that. Okay, uh, for my recast, I haven't thought much into it because I don't want to remake this movie. <laughs> but I would, first of all, start off with, I like M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. To it, just because. Because we've think, seen what he could do with anime with Last Airbender. <laughs> but just, just what I feel like he'd be able to do with this and how like dark they were in ways trying to make it, mm. he'd at least be able to make it come out a little bit better yeah um it would turn out that Roshi was dead the whole time <laughs> so when they brought him back to life it was like a waste of a wish <laughs> at yeah. least that crazy twist at the end would would have been shot better that's true nice that's a good point um I like Jackie Chan I like Jackie Chan as right. uh, as Gohan uh huh I would redo uh I would keep Emmy Rossum as Bulma, just because I love her. And yes. I, she didn't do too bad of a job. And for that character, that was okay. She seemed to get like the anime style, yeah, like I what was so going too. on, yeah. her delivery. She seemed to really get the energy of what was happening. She mm-hmm. got it, and also um, um, Roshi, the guy. Chao uh, Yun-Fat. Yeah. He was good for that, because that character is like really bubbly and like crazy. Um, but Yamcha, I would change him out, and I'd put in a... Uh, Mmm, for Yamcha, like Yao Ming, <laughs> Ken Jung. I just feel like you're like you're going through the Rolodex I'm, of Asian I'm, actors that you know. Because like, that's the that's the thing they're all supposed Ken to be Asian. Jung, I, know. I know they're supposed to be Asian. If we're gonna be correct with this, but I'll I'll keep Yamcha. I'm very Yamcha. good with calculation. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep Yamcha as Yamcha, but. I'm trying to decide as my Goku either between between you guys is I was like between Michael Sarah and uh and Gore, and uh Jake Jungle Live. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be better off like he'd be a better Goku like uh-huh. 11, but 
Sarah, I just love him, and he'd be funnier as a Goku. And with everything else in this movie, if we're going to make it, we might as well make it a comedy. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah you said that um, you know M. Night Shyamalan would have made it darker like it's supposed to be. Is this kind of a darker anime? No, it's 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 a lighthearted anime, but like in this how the movie were... seemed to try to make it darker. Yeah, and in, and in the beginning of the story, it's kind of a dark story. I mean, where they come from and everything. So him doing this one would be okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Guys, if you have any thoughts about uh, Dragon Ball Evolution, uh, any scenes, stuff that we've glossed over, or recast, if you've got a recast of your own, yeah. let us know about it. Go to facebook.com slash editingbay, or in the search bar, put in Editing Bay, and that's going to bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us. Uh, again, if you've got suggestions for movies for us to talk about in the future, go ahead and put those there, and we'll add them to the list. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It is not the Editing Bay. It's not Edit Bay. It's editingbay.com. Please go there, bookmark it. Anytime you need to know anything about the Editing Bay, you're going to find it there. Uh, links to our social network, um, which uh, you already mentioned the aforementioned Facebook page. You <laughs> mentioned the aforementioned... <laughs> Allow myself to introduce myself. myself. Also, our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. Please follow us there. What uh, can you tell me about my father's whereabouts? Where <laughs> Listen to our Gold Member episode from a couple weeks back. Uh, but also uh, go to editingbay.com, bookmark it. Uh, we have a section there for all of our past episodes because if uh, you're a subscriber, you're only getting the most recent 100 episodes. Uh, we're over 260 now. Yeah. So you got to hear them all. You got to go to uh, that archive section on editingbay.com. Uh, guys, leave us a rating and a review with your podcasting app. Would appreciate that. Five star review. If, even if you got criticism, make it five stars, okay? Because. Uh, I mean, you don't you don't have to be a dick about it. We'll 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 listen to what you have to say. Just at least you know. Yeah, we'll give even us, read your review on the, air. on the map. Yeah, we will. We will read your review. Um, but also, uh, yeah, just leave a five star rating. Then share the show with your uh, with your friends. Help grow this thing. I mean, we've only been doing it for about five and a half years, but uh, time flies. You know, <laughs> yes, it does. When you're beating a dead horse. <laughs> um, yeah. So what are we gonna do next week? Well, man? Joe, time flies, and you know what else flies. <laughs> Superman. You mentioned uh, Brandon Routh earlier. We were talking. Oh about shit! <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you stepped right into my web and didn't even realize it. <laughs> That's great. Yes, Joe. The we talked about Superman this also the flies. <laughs> you were talking about Brian Singer and how he was not mentioned. Uh, for his uh, Bohemian Rhapsody wins, I guess, yeah. uh, or at least the film that he directed. So uh, let's take a moment, and uh, this is a, a film that I promised we would talk about a couple of weeks ago, and then uh, recanted because we were doing like two superhero movies in yeah. a row, right? Where we did yeah. Punisher, and I was like, oh, it's too early. Uh-huh. Let's do Rent. Uh, <laughs> so is a much better idea. I don't want to let too much time pass before we revisit. Re- re- before we revisit uh, Superman Returns from 2006, starring Brandon Routh, Kevin Spacey, Kate Bosworth, and of course, all directed by a known pedophile. Oh my God. Brian Singer. So tune in next week to hear that and more witty banter. We welcome our Nambla listeners. Oh, God. oh my God. <laughs> hey, man, just, at least you get, if you give us a five star rating, I don't yes. care who you are or what you're listening on, give us a five star rating. That'd be fantastic. Uh, all right, Tess. Do you have anything that you want to talk about? You want to plug anything? You got anything out there that you're working on? Uh, not much right now. Just uh, continue listening to the editing bay. Give these guys <laughs> five <laughs> stars. Nice. I'm help plug these guys. Um, <laughs> like Joe said at the beginning, I have a web series that's coming out, and if I come back, I'll talk more about that Sweet. because it's coming out later. I don't want to tell you guys dates and then it not be here. Right. Cool. Smart. 
Yeah. So you know, uh, don't pull a Superman Returns <laughs> like what I did. <laughs> but thank you guys for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks oh, for being pleasure, here, man. man. Thank you all for listening to me. Hey guys, uh, check out the uh, Craniacs podcast, friends of the show. Uh, Ryan and Laurel, every week they break down a couple of episodes of the TV show Frasier. Ryan is the newcomer to the show. Laurel is a lifelong fan. Uh, and together, each episode, they break down two episodes of uh, of Frasier and talk about what it did right. Kind of like what we do here, but on like a, a TV scale. What it did right, what it did wrong, and then they give it a rating. But just in the meantime, like while they're talking about the show, you kind of get a little glimpse of them. And uh, they're really delightful, great people. Craniacs Podcast, also on iTunes. Um, all right, well, that's it. We've wrapped this thing up. Tess, thanks for coming out. Yeah, man. Thank you. It's a pleasure having you. Jeff, thank you very much. Yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. We'll see you next week for Superman Returns. What does he say at the end? Come on, come on. Come, come, chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.